Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the Brisbane Broncos for 2024. Uh, we're going to be talking about Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam, their growth going into the 2024 season and during the 2024 season as well. Uh, the gap left by Farnworth and Flegler and Capewell as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about who is going to replace each of these guys. We're going to be talking about life after Renault over the next two to three years. Who could potentially be the next halfback that they sort of start to gel over the next two to three years after uh, so that when Renault retires, there is someone ready to take that spot. Could it be as Ramam and maybe they go and find another six? Uh, let's wait and see. We'll have a look at the squad and make that decision. Uh, and repeating 2023 for the Brisbane Broncos, I think, is going to be very, very important. They've had a lot of success. They got to the grand final. I think they're a side that can do it again. Uh, so let's sort of go through the squad that they have this year and make that decision for ourselves. Uh, let's talk about Walsh and Mam first, their growth, uh, not only in 2023, but going into 2024 as well and during the 2024 season. Uh, in terms of Reese Walsh, we've sort of discussed this in another podcast, but uh, Reese Walsh, I feel like has, we haven't really reached the ceiling of how good Reese Walsh can be. I feel like we can get the best of both worlds for Reese Walsh at the moment. Uh, we're sort of getting the fact that Reese Walsh, he loves to get his hands on the ball. He's a competitor. And because of that, we're getting a few errors here and there from Reese Walsh, which is, I, I guess, a, a tiny little negative uh, you know, the blessing that comes, sorry, the curse that comes with the blessing, you could say as well, um, the errors that come with Reese Walsh being that competitor, always wanting, always wanting the ball in his hands, you know, can do some crazy things, but also comes up with a few errors in games. You know, slowly getting to the stage where there's less and less errors and there's more and more success with some of the players. He's really just exploring his game and how he fits into this Brisbane Broncos side at the moment. Uh, a whole another year at starting fullback in first grade consistently for the Broncos is going to be great for Reese Walsh. And obviously having that battle with Callum Ponga for that Queensland fullback jersey is going to be another reason why he's going to put in 110% for this Broncos team. Uh, as for Ezra Mam, he is going to be the guy in this team after Adam Reynolds retires. So uh, he's going to improve uh, with that in the back of his mind as well, uh, Ezra Mam. Uh, but just generally as well, having another full year in first grade, I think that Ezra Mam is going to really explode. He's going to be fantastic um, for this Brisbane Broncos side. A full year in first grade is going to be so good for Ezra Mam, especially when he has the potential to be the next origin number six after Cameron Munster retires. Uh, so Ezra Mam, a big year for him and a big year for Walsh and growing that combination as well uh, between Walsh and Ezra Mam. Mam and Renault combined a lot in 2023, but we didn't really get to see a combination between Mam and Walsh. 
I'd love to see Walsh come into the into the fray a little bit in terms of this combo and make it a three-way combo rather than a two-way combo. And then obviously have a separate combination with either just Reese Walsh and Adam Reynolds or just Reese Walsh uh, and Ezra Mam. It would be nice to have a combination with just Mam and Walsh going down the left-hand side, but get Walsh involved in this three-way co- uh, combination between Renault, Mam and Walsh. I feel like that would be really, really exciting to watch grow over the next two years. Uh, but particularly in 2024, uh, throughout the season as well, uh, getting Reese Walsh and Mam, uh, you know, getting them familiar with the, each other's style of play and building a combination between them two, uh, between them both. Get Reese Walsh as well going down both sides of the ruck rather than just the left and or just the right going down both sides of the rucking games. Uh, I feel like he could be very, very dangerous. He sort of does it now. He is a little bit left-oriented, like a lot of uh, fullbacks that are quite explosive and play like a second 5-8 are. Uh, but, you know, getting used to both sides of the ruck, I feel like is going to be a big thing for Reese Walsh as well. And getting combinations down both sides with Renault and with Mam and all three of them together, whether they're going down the left or the right, uh, could be super dangerous and could be massive for Walsh's development. Getting used to the guys around him and using the guys around him to his advantage rather than trying to do everything himself, I think is a big thing for Reese Walsh as well. Uh, the gap left by Farnworth, Flegler and Capewell. Let's talk about the gap left by Farnworth first. Uh, the main contenders for that spot are, um, firstly, Jesse Arthurs to go into the centres and either Corey Oates, Dean Mariner, or Deloise Hoyter to go onto the wing, or Deloise Hoyter or Dean Mariner to go into the centers and have Jesse Arthurs remain on the wing. Those are the options. I think Jesse Arthurs does go into the centers. He's a better center than he is a winger for me. Uh, It is pretty much a three-way race or a four-way race, if you want to call it that, between Jordan Berlita as well, who people are forgetting is in this side, Uh, Corey Oates, Dean Mariner and Deloise Hoyter um, as well, who is uh, bringing in a little bit of experience. He's been around a long time, Deloise Hoyter as well. Uh, brings a bit of experience into this team, but a very talented guy and has been very good uh, every time he's come into this team. Dean Mariner, Dean Mariner, sorry, has been exactly the same. I think that Mariner gets it, the first crack on the wing. Um, but, you know, Deloise Hoyter... Jordan Berlita uh, and Corey Oates, great guys to have in the reserve grade side. I'll tell you that for free. And great guys to have as backup in this team as well. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't see a world as where as well, sorry, where Corey Oates does get the spot first. You know, people forget when Corey Oates and Selwyn Cobbo were in the side together two years ago or one or two years ago now, um, they were matching stats. They were both running 200 meters a game uh, and they were both having these unreal stats. They were pretty much going tit for tat with their stats. Um, so Corey Oates wasn't playing bad uh, when they were together. Obviously, Selwyn Cobbo and Corey Oates in the side at the same time. Corey Oates wasn't playing bad. It was injury why he was out of the side in the first place and then giving other guys a crack meant that he didn't come back into the team afterwards. And obviously, uh, he didn't come back into the team after it was you know rumored that he was talking with the Knights and the Panthers. But he has shown the loyalty to the Broncos. And I think he could get rewarded rewarded for that as well. He could be the guy that comes in uh, and plays on the wing to start the year. I do think personally, though, you want to go for a new direction. You want to go for Dean Mariner. I think he gets the crack with Jesse Arthurs in the centers. Uh, In terms of the gap left by uh, Thomas Flegler, I think 
that we could see either Fletcher Baker come in and take that role straight away because Fletcher Baker isn't someone that comes off the bench and it has an impact. He's one of those guys that, you know, starts the game off, does the hard yard, just hard yards to start the game, plays the first 20 minutes, and then bring you bring on a guy like Corey Jensen, Kobe Hetherington with a bit of, you know, a bit of runs in their in their legs, Xavier Willison as well, Martin Tapao. You bring on these sort of guys off the bench to have a bit of impact. Uh, Fletcher Baker isn't an impact guy. Um, so I think that he'd be great to start. I think Jaden Hunt gets a spot on the bench, but he could also be the starting front rower for this side as well, uh, alongside Payne Haas. Fletcher Baker and Jaden Hunt are the front runners for me, but I feel like it will be Fletcher Baker just because he is more suited to starting the game. And then you bring on guys like Xavier Willison, you know, your Kobe Hetherington's, your Corey Jensen's, your Jaden Hunt's, your Brennan Piakura's, uh, your guys like that who can have a bit of an impact coming off the bench. Uh, and as for someone to replace Kurt Capewell, um, you know, all, I guess, rumors point towards Brendan Piakura. So I think that he will get first crack in the back row and he's a sensational back rower. Very tough, a lot of size, great footwork for his size as well. Really solid competitor uh, and shows a ton of toughness as well. Uh, I think that he will get a crack uh, there first in the back row for Kurt Capewell and he's the future there in this side as well. So I think that he will definitely be uh, the guy that replaces Capewell. If there's any certainties, it is Brendan Piakura to play uh, in that starting uh, left edge uh, role there for the Brisbane Broncos in that left edge back row spot. Um, life after Renault over the next two to three years, who's going to be the next halfback in this side? Going back to the squad, who have they got there at the moment? Jock Madden's the one that stands out to me. Uh, Tristan Saylor, I believe, is going to the Super League effective immediately. I think that might already be announced by the time this podcast comes out. Uh, but I think Tristan Saylor will be gone uh, you know, by January. So, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, he might already be gone. So Jock Madden's the one that stands out to me. And he's really the only other half in this side other than uh, Renault and Mam. to be honest. They didn't actually go out and find some of the halves because Jock Madden's really the only depth they have at halfback, which is a little bit of a scary thought. But I don't think we have to make that decision yet where they've just got to go out and find someone, uh, the Brisbane Broncos. I'm sure they've got someone coming through. Uh, that can do that job. Uh, but yeah, look, finding someone after uh, for after Renault retires uh, over the next two to three years is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, just repeating what they've done in 2023. Uh, I think they'll have the same amount of success as they did in 2023 uh, going into 2024. They've got a very, very talented side, even though they've lost guys like, you know, Farnworth, Flegler and Capewell, they've got side, they've got guys in that team with an equal amount of talent uh, that can come in and do a job. So I don't think they're losing too much in that regard. I mean, it's a massive gap and it's massive to lose a guy like Kobe Farnworth, don't get me wrong, but they're getting back, sort of getting back what they're losing. Not 100%, but they are getting guys with a bunch of talent to come in and play those roles as well after, obviously, Farnworth, Flegler, and Capewell have left. So uh, they're in a pretty decent position going into next year. I think they do come second again. I think that's what they finish up in 2024. I think they have a very similar year to what they did in 2023. One.
れて。